Don't feel like you don't have what it takes to make it. Um, you do, and I think some of the greatest entrepreneurs are going to come outside of Silicon Valley in the future, not just from here. Welcome to the Think India series of audio and video podcasts by Brand Capital International. This is the place where you're going to see top insiders, entrepreneurs, and innovators who are going to come and share with us their secrets on how to build a company ground up and take it global. All coming from the hub of innovation, the Silicon Valley. Hello everyone and welcome to our Think India series of video and audio podcasts. This morning I have with me Mr. Nick Mehta. Nick, welcome. Great to be here. Thank you. So Nick, I've heard so much about you. You've had a very you know, successful uh, entrepreneurial career. You've written books and your comp- companies have got acquired. So can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. Yeah, totally. Um, where do I begin? I'll, I'll start start in the beginnings. My parents are from India. Um, they're Gujarati. My dad um, grew up in Bangalore. My mom grew up in Delhi. And they moved to kind of like a lot of Indian folks moved in the early 70s to mm-hmm. the U.S. Um, and with maybe a dollar and a dream, as, as they might say. So my dad was actually pretty uh, poor growing up and came to America for school. I went back to India, met my mom, uh, brought her back, kind of started their life in 1972 in the U.S. So they worked at a company uh, both of them did called Digital Equipment Corporation, which was an old technology computer company that most people listening to podcasts have never heard of, but it was the, the Microsoft of its era. My dad actually ended up going into business and running some small companies. And so I grew up around technology. I was I, I, I was the kid who maybe didn't have that many friends, but had lots of computers at any given point. You must have been a voracious reader, if uh, I may ask. Definitely reader as well. And I still am. Love learning, love technology growing up. Was really fortunate to be around all of it. Very privileged that way. I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in the U.S. You know, as a kid, wasn't sure exactly what I want to do, but I thought I want to do some stuff similar to what I do today. I ended up starting a company in college. A classmate of mine had an idea actually to sell golf clubs over the internet. Um, back when the um, Amazon was just coming out, when right. the internet was just new. And so we started a company in the e-commerce space. A golf back, retailer. Golf right? retailer online. Yeah, which was actually back then very innovative. And we were um, doing it from our dorm room. And I was one of the co-founders. And then after college, we decided to forego the normal jobs after college and do this startup full time. So that's what brought me to Silicon Valley, where I live now. I've been living in the San Francisco Bay Area since 1998. But um, along the way, I've uh, worked at a big company. I worked at Symantec, which is a big software company where I ran it, eventually ran a division there. And I've um, now been a CEO twice. My last company called Live Office, which was a software as a service company in the cloud, I ran that and then sold the company. And then now I run a company called Gainsight. Tell me something about customer success, right? Yeah. That's an area that you focus on. That's what Gain- yeah, Gainsight's all about. So we, we think that as companies move to business models where their customers have more power, right. whether you think of like a software as a service business model where you're paying as you go month to month or mm-hmm. cloud computing where you pay based on what you use or even like a payments business in all of those the customer now has all the power and they have lots of choices. And we can all see this in our day-to-day lives where we can use lots of different uh, car sharing services or lots of different hotel services. And so there's so much power in the hands of customers. What that has changed then is the way companies operate their business. In the old world, you would think about you know building products and selling them and marketing them, but it wasn't about the customer. It was about your internal processes. In the new world, it's about a concept we call customer success. From the time you decide to design a product to the time you're selling it, to the way that you get customers to use it, to the way you keep them over time. How do I think about that customer's success as the center of what what I'm doing? And customer success is 
a concept now that's showing up in lots of industries from SaaS companies, software service companies that now have teams that are focused on making sure the customers that bought their product are using it and getting value to companies in the cloud that are making sure customers keep using it to payments companies, to healthcare companies. This concept has shown up in a lot of companies. Gainsight basically is trying to drive this new revolution of customer success. Right. So tell me something. It does Gainsight get involved before or after or during the process when the entire product is being evolved? Yeah, we get involved the whole life cycle. So we have a product that will help you as you're building your product be able to track everything your customers are doing in the product. So where are they clicking? What are they using? What features are they using? What are they not using? Which customers are more engaged and less engaged? Which ones are likely to leave you? Mm -hmm. And even put messages into the product to get a customer to do the right thing. So that's in the product area. But then we have products that help in the sales process to help you sell more products to your existing customers. And we have products that help after the sale to make sure the customer is getting the value they're looking for and making sure that they're not about to leave you and you just don't know it, like monitoring those customers. Nick, uh, since you know you have some some connection with India, parents being India, yeah. et cetera, uh, you've heard a lot about the current situation where India has this boom of entrepreneurs, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So when we say think India, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Yeah, I mean, I think that going back to when my dad was an entrepreneur, you know, obviously there's been business in the technology world done in India for a long time, you know, 40, 40, 50 years. Actually, my dad had run one of the first companies where they would outsource some of the development to India, actually to Wipro back in the 80s. But that mental model often was, hey, there's stuff being done, let's say in the US, and then there's some work being done, you know, kind of offshore, as some people would say in India, right? And what's inspiring to me, and I think our company's an example of it, there's so much new idea generation happening in India, new business concepts, entrepreneurship, and so many different areas. And obviously, there's so many amazing success stories like Flipkart and Paytm and others. Gainsight ourselves, I didn't mention, is actually um, partially founded in India. So we have about 700 people in our company and about 350 are in India, in Hyderabad and Bangalore. And that's because one of our founders is named Sridhar, uh, was in Hyderabad and he had this vision uh, along with a few other people for starting this business. And so from the beginning, you know, we didn't have an offshore team in India. We didn't send the QA to India. The core of the, the, company, core of the is company is in India. Is in India. And okay. that's the change. So before we conclude, I have just one last question for you. The question is, if there was this one message you'd like to send across to Indian entrepreneurs, keeping in mind all that you've done, what's that one message you'd have? It's pretty simple. I, so I live in Silicon Valley. I've been fortunate to be able to know all these entrepreneurs and VCs, and there's some really smart people here. But there's a concept of imposter syndrome where people can feel like they don't fit in, they don't have what it takes. And sometimes if you're not in Silicon Valley, you can feel like, oh, I don't have all the knowledge, all the skills, everything else. You have just as much in your opportunity in front of you as somebody would have sitting in my sh- uh, shoes here in Silicon Valley. Now you need to play the game a little bit differently, but don't feel like you don't have what it takes to make it. Um, you do, and I think some of the greatest entrepreneurs are going to come outside of Silicon Valley in the future, not just from here. That's great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for giving us insights into your success story. Thank you, Neville. Really appreciate it. Thank you very it. much, and thanks for being on the show. Awesome. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you.